0: When i was a teenager i realized i could see ghosts in hindsight i probably saw ghosts when i was younger but couldn't understand what i saw my first encounter was minor i was walking home from high school thoughts of asking missy brennan to the homecoming dance working their way through my crush infused mind when a figure appeared on the sidewalk in front of me my reflexes kicked in and i tilted to the side to avoid the figure but instead of a smooth escape, I tripped over my own feet and fell through a woman. I hit the pavement hard enough to knock the breath out of me, and when I swiveled to make sure she was okay, I realized I could see through her. It was a sobering experience, and after helping the woman realize that the house she was looking for burned down years before—that's how she died, and she was caught in an endless loop of confusion as she searched for her home—she disappeared, I couldn't wait to tell my mother what happened. She wasn't as thrilled with my new ability, explaining that her grandmother had the same gift, and it drove her insane. She warned me to be careful, and then sent me on my merry way. I learned to keep my ghostly visions to myself relatively quickly. While I thought it was cool, I earned a reputation as a weirdo when I told my best friend, and he used the information to steal Missy Brennan's affection— It was a hard lesson, but I learned it well. After college, I kept to my reading habits, infusing pagan lore with Michigan history, and stumbled across an interesting legend in the northwestern part of the Lower Peninsula. Supposedly, a family of witches lived in a small town named Hemlock Cove, previously known as Walkerville. Their last name was Winchester— and I was immediately smitten with the idea of learning from real practicing witches. I asked my mother about the Winchesters, and when she said she'd heard of them, I was intrigued. She said the family was known for being powerful and weird. So I arranged my schedule so I could visit Hemlock Cove, selling my business services to Brian in an effort to increase circulation at the Whistler. That's where I met Bay Winchester. I knew she was gifted the moment I saw her, despite the fact that she was nervous and suspicious. I spent days watching her, enjoying the way she interacted with her cousins Thistle and Clove. Before I realized what was happening, I started following them. I was determined to catch them in the act, talking to ghosts, casting spells, anything, really. But each time they saw me, they became more suspicious and in Thistle's case, belligerent and mean. I guess I don't blame them. In an effort to alleviate the tension and the dirty looks Bay's great-aunt Tilly kept scorching me with, I admitted I knew they were witches. Bay turned white, and then red, and then kicked me out of the Winchester's Inn. Even after that blew up in my face, I didn't want to leave Hemlock Cove. Despite the tension, it felt like home. It was working out well, except for the endless hours of actual work. That's why I was too tired to put up with Brian's whining. I had whining of my own, and only one option for a semi-sympathetic ear. It's a lot of work, I said. I have a contractor working on the inside of the building, and it should be ready for drywall and paint in about a week. How are you living out there? Brian asked. I'm living on the main floor while they're working upstairs. I replied. Then I'll switch when they're working on the main floor. I'll probably have to find another place to sleep for three nights or so, but otherwise it should work out fine. It's not like there's a shortage of inns around this area. You could go back to the Overlook, Brian suggested. I'm sure the Winchesters wouldn't put up a fight if you needed to stay there for a few days. I was the last person the Winchesters wanted to see. I'd kept that little tidbit from Brian because I didn't want his suspicions about the Winchesters to jump to me. I don't think I'm their favorite person, I said, choosing my words carefully.